Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your head fangirl in charge, and this is the dailyish fangirl for uh, August 27th. I know, completely random. This doesn't go in in the logical order that I super meant it to go in. So please forgive me. But y'all, I'm tired. (laughs) Okay, this is going to be the D23 Expo uh, Day 3 slash semi-wrap-up. I'm sure I'm going to talk about this with um, some some of my fellow uh, con-goers later on, probably next week. But uh, for now, I'm just going to give my overall impressions and kind of what happened on the last day that we expoed. Our last day of expo, we actually cut it pretty short. We went to the parks panel and after the parks panel, we walked the floor a little bit and got some um, information and and checked out some of the, the big pavilions that were there. But we didn't go to any other panels um later on that night we did hit one more panel that i don't think i mentioned uh in day two's wrap up and that was the aladdin uh, celebrating the, the the journey the musical journey of aladdin which was a lot of fun uh, aladdin is 27 years old <laughs> this year uh which is crazy because aladdin is what i call my gateway drug back to Disney. Go, I went to Aladdin in the movie theater and it was, and, and I was not even interested in it. I was dragged there by a friend who kept saying, I heard it's really funny. I heard it's really funny. We have to go see it. And I was rolling my eyes like, oh, but it's, it's Disney and that's for babies. Yeah, okay. 27 years later, thank you, Aladdin. Thank you, Robin Williams. Thank you, uh, the genie uh, for, for bringing me back into the fold because that started my entire Disney fangirl uh, situation. So anyway, we go there and I swear, guys, there was at least, I don't know, four or five different versions of Aladdin on stage at one time. So we had, um, you know, the the actual voice actor, uh, Scott, who's from Full House. Everybody loves him. And then we had this singing voice because they were really cute. They talked about how terrible he was at singing. And uh, the guy who sang said, and I can't act <laughs> at all. So it worked out well. Um, so the, those two were on stage. And then there was the... Um, we did end up with a live action. Mina Moussaud showed up at the end, which was really cool. So live action, um, Aladdin showed up. And there was also the Broadway Aladdin. And I swear there was like one other random Aladdin. I could be wrong. But um, but anyway, it was, it was really cool, really fun. Lots of great music, which I love the music of Aladdin. So we got a lot of that. And we even got a lot of the actual, uh, we, have, we had at least one from the Broadway play that I haven't seen. But people really loved it and it was very sweet and very touching. They also gave us some some peaks of a song that was not included in the live action movie that was absolutely stunning. And I'm so sorry. It's super early. I haven't had my coffee yet. And I can't tell you the name of that song, but it was beautiful. I ho- Oh, I think, you know what? I'm not even going to have to lie to you. This was all in preparation for the live action Aladdin to come out on DVD and Blu-ray. It's coming out soon. And I'm 
99% sure that was like the twist is that Mina Musad was like, I brought this with you for you guys and it's going to be on the DVD. It's going to be on the Blu-ray. So you're going to be able to see it. And I would absolutely tell you, if you do buy the Blu-ray and if you do buy buy the DVD, you want to look at these um, outtakes that they, that they shared and these special scenes because that song is worth it. It'll melt you. It's absolutely beautiful. They just... They just said they couldn't include it because of time. Like there was nothing wrong with the song. It was just due to the uh, time, the length of the movie. The, the movie was just going on too long. Um, all right, so I think that actually wraps up day two. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I told you about that panel because it was a lot of fun. It was really, really neat. And uh, I think I have some... I think I, I think I have some video clips of that that Disney has sent us. We were not allowed to take video or pictures in the actual um, in the actual panel, but I'm pretty sure that they sent some out. So I will add that to a blog post. Go look for it at noguiltfangirl.com if you want to see it, if you're an Aladdin fan like me. All right. So Sunday morning, we get up and we head over to the parks panel at D23 Expo. And I live uh, I live blogged this whole thing. So again, I'm going to link it in show notes for you if you want to go follow along <laughs> basically how it all came out. Uh, and if you're looking for more details on that, just hit me up and we'll we'll find the answers for you. But it was um, it was a really it was an interesting hodgepodge of information that came out. I know for Parks fans, what we were most concerned about, well, most of us were most concerned about, was what was going to happen with Epcot. They've announced previously that it's going to have this big overhaul. But what exactly did that mean? What is it going to look like? What are you going to do? And is Figment safe? (laughs) I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't personally care about Figment, but if you've listened to my fangirling Epcot episode, you know, like Epcot's not my my jam, my total jam. I mean, I love it now, but I'm not. I don't find it precious uh, and, and like it can't be changed ever. Like that's not my thing. I don't see that at all. But a lot of Epcot lovers absolutely have such deep ties to it that when you go about messing with it too much, they get a little upset. So the good news is, is that overall, most of the news that came out of Epcot, I felt was received positively and that those Epcot lovers were we're good with what they were seeing because they did say that Figment's not going anywhere. <laughs> so that's good. Um, but uh, there's, a, there's a lot of crazy stuff coming to Epcot. I'll get there in a second. Um, they started off by talking about Galaxy's Edge and how uh, it's about to open, which in fact, tomorrow, I'm jumping on a plane and I'm going to Disney World to cover the opening of Galaxy's Edge. So I'm going to be there for that. So excited, so pumped uh, to, to do an East Coast, West Coast Batu trip all within the same week. And uh, yeah, that's, so that's happening. So they, they mentioned that. They also threw out that Disneyland is getting a new parade. This one's called Magic Happens. And uh, it's coming to you. And these floats look absolutely stunning and beautiful. They gave us some of the song. Um, and the song is written by Todrick Hall, which... I think is a lot of fun to hear and to know. So, uh, so yeah, that's what's going on there. Over in the international parks, I was afraid that we were going to get get a lot of international park news, and you know, I'm just I, that's not I'm not going to be able to go to any international parks anytime soon, unless somebody pixie dusts me in some massive way. So I was hoping that this panel was not going to be heavily focused on it, and it really wasn't. So that's good. Uh, Zootopia is coming to Shanghai. There's going to be a major attraction tied to that. Uh, Hong Kong's castle is getting a transformation, and it's not inspired by one Disney princess, but by 13 Disney heroines. 
So that sounds kind of cool. It's called the uh, Castle of Magical Dreams. And then Frozen Land is coming to Hong Kong and it's going to have two big attractions. So then we moved back over to Disney World and we started talking a little bit more there. There's a new show in the Cirque Theater in Disney Springs. You can actually get tickets starting now, but I believe that it, uh, the previews aren't until March 20th and the show officially starts April 17th. Uh, Target. Okay, so I thought this was odd to add in the parks panel, but then I realized they had branded this the parks and products panel, so they're not they're not dumb. They made this massive announcement that Target <laughs> is collaborating with Disney, which is awesome. If you're a Target lover like myself, Disney stores are going to be found inside Target. They're going to have like little mini Disney stores, and they are also building a new Target pretty close to Walt Disney World. So I know that that's one of the questions that I get asked all the time uh, is, you know, where can I go pick up some stuff? Where's the closest Target? Where's the closest Walmart? You know, where's where's some place that I can Uber over real quick? Or well, this is gonna be like right outside of one of the gates. I and I I think visually, if I'm picturing where this location is, I think it's more towards like the Animal Kingdomish end of Disney World property. Uh, but there is gonna be a new Target coming. So this was cool. They finally gave a name and they announced Avengers Campus. Everyone's been calling it Marvel Land. That's not really Marvel Land because we can't call it Marvel Land. You know, all that weird Marvel licensing that when Disney bought things, like we can't call certain things and certain things can't come to certain parks and it's all kinds of nonsense and crazy. Um, That makes sense to lawyers, I'm sure. But they're calling it Avengers Campus. That's what our Marvel Land, quote unquote, is going to be at Disneyland, Hong Kong, Disneyland California and Disneyland Paris. Sorry, Disney World, still not happening. Um, and again, that reverts. The reasoning is because of the agreements with basically with Universal. We're not going to ever get a huge Marvel land type presence over there until Universal gives up what they're doing, which they're not going to because they're not dumb. Marvel Ho- There's a Marvel Hotel in Paris. It's going to have themed suites. It's going to have heroes like walking around the hotel. That opens summer of 2020. If anybody wants to go and take me, please let me know. <laughs> There's going to be a uh, – one of the, the meal options is going to be the, the PIM test kitchen. So you're going to be able to like grow and shrink f- food. That's going to be an experience. But it's also going to be the way they're packaging the food there. Um, so that will be kind of cute and fun. They are also – Disney and Marvel are creating a story – to tighten all the campuses. I mean, that's very Marvel, very on brand, but it's also very Disney, which is why I love the two of them working together like this. Basically, Hydra attacked Hong Kong Disneyland, Thanos um, also attacked, and so the Avengers know that Earth needs more heroes. So they open these campuses to recruit people like you and me to become a hero and to help fight all the baddies. There's a Spider-Man ride that's coming and then the big thing that I flipped out over was that Disney California Adventure is getting a new e-ticket attraction and it's going to be the Chiquita Fly to Wakanda. Wakanda y'all I have said this from the moment that opening scene when they're in the plane and they're flying into Wakanda for the first time my vision was forget Pandora Turn that into Wakanda. I need that to be Wakanda. Well, they're not going to forget Pandora. They're not. I get it. But they are going to give us, again, I'm picturing a similar type of attraction or experience, but over at Disney California Adventure where we get to go to Wakanda, uh, which ties nicely to the fact that 
Black Panther 2 is coming out in uh, May of 2022. <laughs> so I see I see you, Disney. I know you're not stupid. You know what's going on. Okay, so back to that expo, um, uh, back to the Epcot announcements at D23. First of all, they, the big thing was that they listened to the guests and the guests wanted more shade at Epcot. Well, duh. I mean, nobody likes to melt and be standing out in the sun the whole time. So they're going to add like a bunch of trees and, and make some big, big changes. And one of the, the, the biggest part is that there's going to be four neighborhoods of Epcot. World Showcase, World Discovery, World Celebration, and World Nature. And each one is going to have its own thing. Spaceship Earth is not going anywhere. There is going to be a new entrance with a new fountain. And they started all of that by taking those, um, we call them the legacy tombstones, but taking those legacy stones um, away. I believe those are all gone now. And um, that's where we're going to get like a new fountain and a whole new entrance. They are going to overhaul Spaceship Earth, but there's going to be they're going to come to life in a different way. I think there's trying to keep the same scenes, but they're changing some stuff around. We're also going to get a new uh, narrator. So Judy Dench will be on her way out. Um, the part that I really liked about this is that there's going to be a new Walt Disney statue. And if you know the story of Walt Disney, the story goes is that as he was lying in his hospital bed, one of the last conver- the last conversation that he had with his brother Roy he was lying there and he was pointing up to the ceiling, like drawing out what he expected Epcot to look like, what he wanted it to be. And he was having this discussion with him and he was pointing out where, where this would be, where that would be. And Roy was like, I know, I know, I know, brother, I know, brother. And then Walt dies and he never sees Epcot come to fruition. All right, well, that's, you know, what, almost 50 years ago when that when he passed away. So Epcot obviously exists just not nearly what what wanted it to be um but they're adding this statue which is just really beautiful and it's going to have walt kind of sitting on some steps you know looking out and i just know i just know it'll be touching for those dorks that like us like i'm getting teary-eyed telling you that little story about about walt disney what he wanted for epcot uh so yeah i think i think it'll be really really neat there's things like um, back to Epcot, though, there's there's a lot of things like new Festival Center, um, World Discovery. Uh, oh, the, we, the roller coaster's name is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, and it has a reverse launch. Now, I don't know what a reverse launch is, but it sounds like we're, you know, going upwards, backwards, uh, right? Does that sound right to you? I don't know if there's any roller coaster fanatics out there that can explain that better to me. I'll take it. There's also going to be a mission space expansion, expansion, and then they talked about the space restaurant, which is called Space Two Twenty, and that sounds that sounds pretty interesting. I I think out of all of the dining options that are coming out in in Disney, I'd I'd, I'd be down for the space restaurant. I think that sounds cool. So then there's I mean there's just tons and tons and tons going on, and the next thing we know, Dick Van Dyke is on stage. Yes, Dick Van Dyke, because the big announcement that I got dorky about was that Mary Poppins uh, is having a, her own attraction and it's coming to Epcot. They are basically building Cherry Tree Lane to the UK Pavilion. We are going to be able to, to visit Cherry Tree Lane. And I, and I love that. I love that. They also gave us the name of the new nighttime spectacular that starts in October. This is called Harmonious. Uh, between October, like between like now and October, because I think illuminations is done or is leaving this weekend there's going to be another one that comes in in between and i understand that to be like an homage to all of the old stuff that was at epcot like giving those fans you know something 
to really love. And then in October, we get this brand new show. One thing that people thought was coming, they were sure was coming because some dude on the internet told us it was coming. Guess what? It didn't come. was the new pavilion announcement. That did not happen. So there is no Brazil at this time. Maybe someday. They talked a lot about... Let's see, the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. And what this, basically to sum it up, basically this sounds to me like they're treating it like a cruise. You all, it's two two night itineraries. You all enter on the same day. It's all inclusive. Everything's involved. There's a port day where you land and you go over to Batu, which I I think, I'm guessing, you know, once you're in Batu, you can can certainly leave. And go to other parts of the Disney World. They're not going to hold you hostage or anything, but that's that's the itinerary that they're they're setting up, which sounds really clever and really cool. Um, you will have the next two days and nights on the ship, alien crew. Um, every window is going to have a view to space, so it's really going to be super super immersive. And I don't know. I think it's, I think it sounds fun. I think this sounds really cool. You can also visit. Uh, visit the bridge to learn about navigation and defense and you can operate the ship quote unquote parents parents listen up you're going to be able to face off against a training remote with a lightsaber uh you know like luke does on on new hope how fun is that uh and then they 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 wrapped up the final uh final information with the new boats for disney cruise line and they did give us the name of the first one that's coming out. It's called the Disney Wish. And it's tied directly to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And they brought some Make-A-Wish kids on stage to kind of close out the whole presentation. So that was day three. And I have more do- notes on that. Again, I live blogged it. It's in the, uh, it's on No Guilt Fangirl. And I'll put it in show notes for you if you want to go read more, more details on on what all is coming but that was it um like I said after that we kind of walked around and then we spent the rest of the day at Disneyland and uh went back to Batu. guys Batu is the real deal I'm sorry I know I know there's some complaints like people are saying but there's nothing to do I spent all three of my park days I spent the prime prime primary amount of time in Batu, and I still don't feel like I didn't see all of it and I definitely did not do everything So, Galaxy's Edge, guys, it's the real deal. And I'm so excited to be going back in, uh, like, 24 hours. I'll be getting on another plane. Yay! Uh, And I will will come to you over the weekend. I think I'm going to try to give a little live update of how an opening of the park goes. If I don't get it done over the weekend, I will bring it to you by next week for sure. But this was really weird. I didn't have a movie Monday. uh, And I'm looking at my blog and there's no movie reviews. And it was a weird weekend because I was immersed in all this crazy fun Disney stuff. So it just, nothing else happened. I don't know. I'm so dead tired. I don't know that I could have fit anything else in. So it's probably a good thing I didn't try. Uh, But we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program. Probably Labor Day. I will will have some movie stuff back out because once we get home from Star Wars, I will definitely be going to the movies over the weekend because I feel like there's a bunch I need to catch up on. Uh, but that's that's what I got for you guys today. And uh, thanks for following along the D23 Adventures. If you want to know more about it, I do have some great blog posts that need massive updating because they changed a lot of D23. A lot of the tips and stuff that I used over the last two D23 Expos have now I don't know, I guess obsolete almost. I got to go in and update all of that uh, with current information. Good news is 
I have two years to do it. (laughs) The next D23 Expo isn't until 2021 and it will be in Anaheim again. It will probably be in August again. So kind of keep that in mind if you're thinking ahead or saw things on social media and you're interested. The lines are insane. So you have to be somebody who likes lines or is willing to go with the flow. That is just absolutely the way it is. And, um, but I don't know if you are a Disney fan of any level, any sort, and you just want to be around your people, this is the coolest place to do it. I mean, I talked, I talked Disney with people in the elevators. I talked with uh, D23 with people standing on the corner while we were getting ready to walk across the street. We all have different fandoms within Disney, but we all love different things. And it was so much fun to hear everybody's voices get excited. Just regular people like you and me, you know, get super excited about the stuff that we love that just happens to be flowing to us all (laughs) from Disney. Uh, Ming-Na Wen was on stage at one point and they announced that she is also going to be now in the Star Wars universe. So let's let's just mark things off. Why I stand, why I love Ming-Na Wen. She is Mulan. She's a Disney princess. She is Agent May. She's in Marvel. And now she is going to be part of the Star Wars universe uh, because she's going to voice a character. Uh, I think in the new Clone Wars, I might be wrong on which 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 that is. Or maybe it's, oh, it's Mandalorian. She's in Mandalorian. She's in Mandalorian. And she might be in both. She might be in both. I know she's also doing voice work um, with some of the Marvel like Marvel Rising, she's in that, and she's also in, I want to say she was inspired the Spider-Man show that they're doing too, but point being, love me some Ming-Na Wen, and she, she joked, but she, you know, looked around the room, she was like, if you guys all keep, you know, buying more stuff so that I can be part of my favorite fandoms, I would really appreciate it, and I, and I laugh because, well, part of me, like, is going slow down Disney, you don't have to own everything, the other part of me is like, but it does make it really convenient for someone like me to have a one-stop shopping place to go uh, for my love of all things, all the things. Like all my big fandoms were represented there all in one place. And it was really special. Uh, just love D23 Expo. Like I said before, this is my Super Bowl of experiences. It only comes every other year. And I'm glad about that because I'm so tired right now. I can't even imagine like gearing up to do this again next year. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you have any questions about D23, be sure to hit me up. I am at No Guilt Life on all social media. You can come find my blog post, leave comments there. But uh, yeah, guys, that's it. I have wrapped it up for now. I hope to have some more detailed discussions with Teresa again because, hey, Teresa, if you're listening, I'm calling you out, girl. We need to talk. She does Expo very differently than I did Expo, especially in this case because I ended up, I, I was blessed with a media pass, so my experience is very different than what she went through. And so I want to have a whole rundown discussion over what she did. Um, she also went to a bunch of smaller panels. So I want all the scoop on those smaller panels. Uh, yes, I want it all. I want it. I mean, I can't I can't help myself, guys. This is this is my thing. <laughs> all right, that's all I've got for the Dailyish Fangirl. This wraps up D23 Expo Day 3. I will be back when the next moment strikes, which is probably going to be when I'm standing in Batu freaking out over an opening day of a land at Walt Disney World, uh, which, by the way, is Thursday. <laughs> I hope to bring you some good information there, and if I can get a chance to like interview some other guests of Batu and see how they feel, I think it might be fun to get some hear some voices of just other people and, and what they're what they're feeling as they're walking on planet. 
Okay, until then, please throw up those five stars. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of these uh, episodes that come out. And uh, thanks for hanging out on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast today. Come back and fangirl with me again real soon.